Would you watch it? I'd watch it. You're listening to Docunope. Hello! That was a good one, mm-hmm. right? That was a good, strong hello. Mm-hmm. So strong. So strong. Really strong. Do you feel mm-hmm. the strength emanating I through the microphone? It. Do you feel strong? How are you listening? Do you feel strong today? I hope so. I'm intimidated. I feel intimidated. I'm speaking for the listener. You are speaking. You're the inner monologue of whoever's listening. I would love it if you're my inner monologue. I've got a great voice for oh, that. Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Mm, uh, we should t- you let you do know. That, Dory. <laughs> <laughs> you're the voice of reason. Think about the consequences. <laughs> oh my God! It's like that Eminem, Dr. Dre song. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Oh no! I mean, I'll be all wind up dead in your basement. I suppose. So you're listening to DocuNope. This is the third episode of DocuNope. And if this is your first time listening, welcome very much. And if this is your third time listening, thank you very much. And uh, I am your host, Dory. And joined with me as always, joined with joined with me as always, my very famous British accent, indeed, is my lovely mate, Christina Nand. Hello. You love my British accent. I hate it so much, more than anything. <laughs> but it's really improved it's quite a terrible. bit. It's terrible, it's awful. But I have to do, the trigger with me is a stiff upper lip. She's working on it. I'm getting there. <laughs> I give her a stiff upper lip. <laughs> Did Julie Andrews just walk into the room? <laughs> Julie Herself? Andrews. I'm such a fan. Ladies and gentlemen, Julie Andrews. <laughs> Hello, children. Hello, children. Get in my bag. Oh, yes. It's a bottomless pit, and I'll take you with me. Oh, because Mary Poppins. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> it sounded too Me Too movement for my days. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> and uh, just a really brief, before we introduce our special guest, you, you heard his dulcet tones already, but we'll get to him in qu- just a second. I just want to let you know what DocuNope is all about. DocuNope is where we talk about the lame, quasi-educational documentaries that exist on streaming platforms. Anybody can watch them uh, right now unless they take them off Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime. Um, but you know, it's like you skip over them without giving a second thought because they look boring. And but that's what we talk about. Um, maybe we're into this shit because um, the national public school system failed us, or because I was diagnosed with ADD until I was a senior in college. Or maybe I wasn't mature enough to want to learn when I was needing to learn. Or maybe it's just a fun jambalaya of all of that stuff. And I truly feel like I'm learning more through docs than I ever did in school. I'm just here for good nap material, honestly. <laughs> this is all, like, gold. Whatever, don't, don't, don't matter. The reasoning. <laughs> as long as you show up, right? Yeah, exactly. Half of half of the battle is showing up. Mm-hmm. Did someone say that? Yep, 70%. Is that an inspirational quote from a poster? I have no idea. Cool. Join with us. Again, why do I keep saying joined with You're us? You're Yoda. Join with us, he is. <laughs> This is very on brand for you, too. Yeah. You are their Yodaman. Yeah, I'm coming over from my Star Wars podcast <laughs> that I've been doing for 11 oh, years. Oh, you Star Wars podcast? No, I, I don't. No. no I and don't. for a second, they were say your Star Wars mobile, and I would have been well, really Well, I got psyched mm-hmm. right then. Sorry. <laughs> um, you might know him as the host of Bob Draws, the very famous Bob Draws. Uh, he is the lead illustrator at Mashable currently, but he's also just a fine human being. It's Bob Al Green. Yeah. Oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you for the applause. Oh, wow. Thanks for having me so much. It's great to be here. This is uh, really exciting. 
yeah. uh, doing a podcast. This Ooh. is I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, doing it. We are Sorry. so excited to have you. You are at one of my absolute favorite people that I met when I was at Mashable. It's and true. She's are. told me that multiple times. I feel the same exact yeah. way, and Thanks. I mean that a hundred percent sincerely. Um, well, we like we're you. pretty. Cl- oh, I miss you too. Mm. Yeah. In case you missed it, uh, Mashable let me go because I talked about my camel toe too much on air. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> they didn't tell us that, but nah, okay, that makes sense. But that's why we yeah. all know that's why. <laughs> Listen, if people in the comments are going to say that girl's got a camel toe, I'm going to flaunt it, okay? Mm. I mean, what else can you do? You're left with no options. Like, you have to acknowledge it. If uh-huh. you got it, you flaunt it. Yes. It's truth and comedy, too, is the same thing. Thank you. You can't be dishonest with, no. the, with the Facebook Live audiences. No. No. Give they'll, the people... They'll know. Not in this day and age. Yeah, no. exactly. They'll know. They'll, they'll, sniff, know. they'll sniff it out. <laughs> You gotta, they will definitely sniff out my cam toe. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Today, we're gonna be <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be talking about a little documentary that is a PBS nature documentary. If you know what that is, then you know it's legit. And it is called What Plants Talk About. I actually didn't know it was a PBS nature documentary before we did this, but I was excited to learn that. When Wait. the logo went up, I was like, super, PBS oh. endorses this. Yes. Same, I didn't know. And then I went to, I saw it was a nature. Yeah. Like, oh, that title, this is quality then. Yeah. The title is garbage. Compared you think to the, so? Yes. Because that's not what the documentary is about. The documentary isn't like, let me let you listen in on plants. Okay, well, you can't. Well, you can't. It's physically impossible. I know. I know this. I watched the documentary. Well, what what would your alternate title be? Do Plants Talk? Oh. Because they discuss whether or not plants are communicating. That's the whole thesis. It's not what plants are talking about. It's Mm -hmm. are they even talking Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, before we get too much into it, just really, really quick top line stuff. It was released in 2013. Okay, so recent, but not super recent. Oh, I thought it was more recent than that. No, 2013. It's 53 minutes long. Again, aired originally on PBS, but you can watch it on Prime. That's where we watched it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it is um, about plants and it, do they behave like animals? Is, yes, is that's really, a more specific thesis. Yes, yeah. but yes. but you're like, do but they do they communicate like animals? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, do they have no brains? They have no eyes? They have no ears? No central nervous central system. system. That's no. a crucial difference. Yeah, yeah. The central yeah. Nervous system. So, um, first impressions before you hit play on just seeing what it was, the title. What did you in- anticipate, Bob? Um, I knew it was probably going to be dry, uh, because <laughs> it is, uh, it does have plants and talk in the title, and I knew that it wasn't really going to be, yeah, you what watch they talk a, about. Like a, a talk show about plants, or plants talking, like an animated show about plants talking. Just like, a, like two succulents on a desk. Would you have been more <laughs> like, or less pleased if that had been the outcome of this? Um, I did draw in my notes a little, uh, there... Spoiler alert, there's a bit where they talk about rocket uh, roots, yes. and I drew, I drew a little leafy boy, uh, because I was I kind of daydreaming about a show where, yeah, it would just be plants talking to so each other. So you kind of wanted to see oh, that, yeah. Wait, see that. Could, just a little bit. Could I have that and use it as, like, the for promo for this episode? You can absolutely have this. Oh I, I, I'll, we'll work on it later. We'll work on it later. Yeah. Um, I, I'll say, it didn't feel 53 minutes long. I didn't check afterwards or before, and when it ended, I thought maybe that, would, that had only been a half hour. I guess it went kind of fast. In so my was it just that my boring? Up and on. Up and on? Yeah. <laughs> 
Up on, up off? Um, you're going to get some up ons. <laughs> um, Great reference. Speaking of other Netflix stuff that I'll Great never reference. watch. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, that, that, that's okay. my top level. Christina, first impressions? I knew immediately I was going to have to actively work not to fall asleep. Upon reading this, I was like, I will fall asleep in 10 seconds because this is the kind of thing I normally fall asleep to. It was, and that's exactly what happened. It was great, though. Cool. But I, yeah, I knew I was going to have to actively work. (laughs) I appreciate the effort. To stay awake. So it's quality fall asleep to material is how you're rating it. It's one of the the rating criteria Mm -hmm. at the end. Well, so, like, my first impression is that I was a big fan of this because the first time I watched it was not for this podcast. This is probably the fifth time I've watched it, if I'm being honest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, again, this is the kind of stuff that I watch all of the time. Anyway, Mm -hmm. and so I remember being a a, like a really big fan of it because it plants don't make noise, and we've basically like I love watching nature documentaries to fall asleep, but we've like outlawed anything that involves birds. We being my boyfriend and I, and oh, because of the noises, because of the bird noises. Oh, that's really funny. You can't and like that and like anything with monkeys. You know, because you never know when they're going to, like, start screeching. Because you're trying to drift off into a peaceful... Yeah, and I also like, oh. yeah. <laughs> I don't watch war documentaries for that reason mm-hmm. at nighttime. Hmm. hmm So I'm a big fan. Big fan of this. Um, so this is kind of unlike the previous one, but more like the previous one to that previous one. And that many talking heads. This was like a, a playground for scientists, right? Well, they yeah. needed it because plants can't talk. So, as we've learned, they can scream though. Yeah, yes, can scream. It's that is true. Fresh cut flower. The smell of fresh cut flower is your plant screaming. So, spoiler I, alert: everyone's a murderer. I feel like I'd heard that before, but I it really? didn't. It didn't sink in, uh, and now it really has. I'll never forget that. that yeah. The, that the smell of the suburbs. That like fresh cut grass yeah, that, yeah. is grass screaming for help. Uh huh. Yeah, they're asking for help or or possibly yeah for some sort of insect to come and attack their yeah. own attacker. They're they're asking for like avenge me is basically <laughs> what you're hearing, what you're smelling when you're right. driving through the, the neighborhood. So this podcast basically like goes about um, making the case that plants do act like animals. They have yes. very animalist. It's not just Venus flytraps that act like animals because those at, up until this point, up until 2013 at least, mm-hmm. it was believed that only Venus flytraps and other carnivorous plants acted this way. Mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't totally tell me what the difference is between a plant and an animal. Obviously, I know what it is, but for science, like they didn't scientifically they weren't like here are the key things that we're looking for are indicators. Not they did mention the central nervous system. I would say, like, they, they were uh, animalistic behavior, I think, is sort of like, do they co- commiserate in any sort of way? Do they actively prey or do they actively defend themselves? Mm. Things, mm-hmm. They're not just, like, stationed there, allowing things to happen to it, like, very passively. Right. Mm-hmm. They're moving. They're just they're doing everything pretty slowly. So, and you know what? Honestly, Bob, because I was like, I wanted to have you on for, for something that maybe had something to do with, like, drawing, but I'm glad that you came on for this one because I wanted to ask you about, like, time-lapse photography. I know you're not a photographer. Mm. Mm-hmm. It was epic. But, yeah. well, how do you feel it. about time-lapse? Uh, just in general? Because you, 
I'm, I'm sure you and some of your contemporaries have used time lapse mm-hmm. for when you're illustrating mm-hmm. in order to like make shit look really cool when you're drawing. It's like super fast. I will say that's exactly how it goes. Do you make sound effects when you do drawing? I feel like I used to. Yeah, sometimes if I'm drawing a laser gun or something, like yeah, I might draw like a pew pew. Like like actors will do the same thing when they have guns. Like you have to stop them from saying pew pew when they're shooting. I I think some do. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But I don't. I know that time lapse videos. will get you more social engagement and likes on wow, Instagram. really? Like, I post a lot of my art on Instagram, or at least I do sometimes, and uh, at Bob Elgreen, you can follow me. And <laughs> the art itself frequently doesn't do as well as, like, a, a, a time-lapse uh, of me doing the illustration. Like Why do you people, think that is? People want to watch video, I guess. Video it's, is king. It's really? not so more content is king, it's video is king. Really? Because mm-hmm. it draws you in. Like, you could look at a, huh. a drawing I've done of, like... Oh, well, actually, I did one of, like, uh, Rick Moranis from Little Shop of Horrors. Amazing. Which is kind of a video, a time-lapse video. You know, I, I, it takes more time to export them, but... Uh, <laughs> Worth it's it. It's worth it's it in the likes, baby. <laughs> Breaking in those likes. Give me damn likes, baby. I gotta say, I found the time lapse, like, speed growing stuff, especially really satisfying. So I found, hmm. like, like, the little weeds growing really fast. I'm like, yeah. yes, yes, grow, precious, grow. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. It was great. I loved it when it showed, like, so there is one scene where there is a daughter plant, which is, as they, as one scientist said, the Count Dracula of ah. the plant world. Oh, the totally. vine. Is yes. The vine? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. the daughter vine. And it attaches itself to a host within 72 hours and basically sucks the life out of it. Mm-hmm. Especially that was cool. tomatoes. Yeah, it loves tomatoes. But to s- they did all these experiments where they, sh- they, um, they showed, like, the daughter vine in a pot with a tomato plant. And then, like, a wheat plant. And time-lapse video, it shows, like, the vine spinning around, like, a little, like, a thin little finger, just kind of spinning around in a circle, searching Mm -hmm. for what it wants. And then it always latches onto the tomato one. Points right at that tomato. Right at that tomato. And then they did one, another experiment, to show that it was, like, looking for the scent of a tomato, that they just, they isolated the scent of the tomato and put it on, like, a little thing that wasn't a plant. And then they put the actual tomato plant and made sure that the plant could that the daughter vine couldn't smell it and still pick the scent. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd explain that yes. terribly. No, you explained that, that great. And at the time, under my breath, like, out loud when I was watching, I was like, tomato perfume. And the woman <laughs> on the TV was like, tomato perfume. I was like, yes! <laughs> Wait, do you know? Okay, so at CBS, not CBS, Dwayne Reed, they have a line full of weird-ass perfumes, and one of them is no. tomato. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Is it? Does it smell like a like t- like the inside like of a tomato Marinara or like a sauce? tomato plant? It smells like a like, mm. like a, a like mixture sauce. of mar- marinara sauce and the plant. It's like grassy and saucy. That's gross. <laughs> I no. Hard I, pass. I subscribe to that. I'm not gonna. It. I'm not gonna say no straight <laughs> off. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> it might. No, you're open to it. Uh, you're open to tomato perfume. Either for me or for others. Yeah. <laughs> like I smell like Italian food one way or another most days. So oh why not just apply that? 
That's, that's great. The thing is, I, all of your friends who are listening better get you tomato perfume for your birthday. Guys, if you're listening, <laughs> if there are any daughter vines listening, though, I am not a tomato. <laughs> I just smell like one. The narrator during that said, like, the as the voice of a tomato said, yes, I am a tomato. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard. I wrote, lol, yes, tomato, work. <laughs> work. Can yes, I ask I a question? Of course. About the narrator. Yes. You may. Yes, please do. Was she Siri, the robot? Because She's Canadian Siri, yes. She, I, she, her voice was, okay. not to criticize her, but... She had a really, I thought she had a really flat intonation. This is really micro into the episode. No, this is what, this no, is I all have about. a clip of her voice this if we want to hear it. I'm okay. 98% sure she's Canadian. She must be. Okay, so you mm-hmm. thought she was Canadian. You thought she was Siri. I thought she yes. was the woman from House Hunters. Um, oh, which one? Okay. So let's find out. Let's see. Listener, you decide what you think. Here she is. For the past few months, plant ecologist J.C. Cahill has been crisscrossing the continent, researching a new book that focuses on one central question. Do plants behave like animals? Okay. Canadian. So. She didn't say out, but she says out mm-hmm. a bunch of times in this documentary, and she's like, out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know what her name is. Tell us. Her name is Nora Young. Oh. N-O-R-A Young. She's in several PBS Nature Docs. Such as the story of cats. Which I've seen that. You have? Yes. I have not. It's <laughs> fantastic. We should add it to the cats. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I already it's did. Great. Obviously, I've seen that. It was the first PBS documentary I ever saw. I was like, cats, yeah. She did both Into the Americas and Asia to Africa. There are uh-huh. more than one. Oh, I've seen those too. Okay. No, those, that's the story of cats. Those oh. are the two iterations. So oh, yeah, it's you, the two episodes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have some catching up to do in my uh, documentary watch. I can send you the whole list. Let me tell you something. I okay, got you. Thank you. Um, she also did uh, Meet the Koi Wolf and Search mm-hmm. for Velcro, which is about the sloth. Um, is also, Velcro a sloth? Yeah, yes. That's his name. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And she also did A Murder of Crows, which is a... We should add all of these to our queue. Absolutely. She is... Canadian. Canadian. Yes, I knew it. She had to be. She's a Canadian Hmm. broadcaster and writer, currently the host of Spark on CBC Radio 1. This whole thing takes place in Canada. Oh, yeah. That was also, like, a big tip is like it's like the University of Alberta is like and they're all like the gentlest they're all like studying like plants whisper to each other you know they're like so Canadian yes it is I was uh, especially interested in Danny Kessler the uh, not oh. to not to jump ahead, but no, we may. He, I want to get into this. Which one is Danny anyway. Kessler? He was. I have written down Danny Kessler, German. Yes. Dreads. Oh yes, the Dreads. Goatee. Oh my god. Grad student. I have a white man dreads, and yes. he's German. Yes. I yes. was not expecting that accent to come out of his mouth. I was shocked. Oh, wait, I I have a clip of him too. It is wonderful. This is what he sounds like. When we walked around and we saw that almost any plant had caterpillars on them, it was really a huge outbreak. And we felt, hmm, what's going on here? It's, it's kind of, it was weird, right? 
It was weird, right? It was weird, yeah. Potentially Austrian, I suppose. No, too. he's German. Okay. He's definitely German. Christina is Austrian. I'm Austrian. Oh, really? Oh. And I lived in Germany, and he is German. It's German but accent. it's okay. I just I expected like a like a Spanish accent, or maybe like I don't even know. But I did not expect. No, 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 no. Like white boy I, dreads are alive and well in Europe. Yes, they are. Are you aware of this? Oh, no, I wasn't no, even I aware of this. No. Like the the he is the reason why conscious rap, quote unquote, conscious oh, rap, God. is alive and well in. Europe. Wait, can we go back to Danny Kessler? Like, what's his deal? Uh, Who is he? What? Where does he work? He's a grad student at Max Planck. Uh, he is Baldwin's colleague. Who's Baldwin? Ian Baldwin. He is the director of the Max Planck Institute for Ecology. He's the guy... Okay, I have a clip of him, too, because he, fu- he fucked me up a little bit. I hope this is the clip I'm thinking of. Oh, it, I'll let you go. Okay, so Ian Baldwin. He talks about... Um, the wild tobacco plant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, right. So there's a, they do a whole segment about the wild tobacco plant because, spoiler, tobacco has nicotine. Wait, those two dudes are colleagues? They're colleagues. Um, but yeah. Anyway, back to Ian. They, 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 they he talks about how, like, you know, nicotine in the wild mm-hmm. tobacco plant, uh, poisons anything with muscles. So, like, y'all, nicotine is literally poisoning your muscles. Don't smoke. Yeah, I Don't mean, do. that's a well-known fact. Don't do sure. So, there is a, but he talks about all the defenses that the wild tobacco plant has. It, um, it, it's like, it, he, it works with the predators of the bugs that eat the plant well, together. It's like the enemy of an enemy is my it's friend. my friend. Mm. So smart. Plants the, are so smart. These little caterpillars are like, yum, yum, yum. I love nicotine. It doesn't affect me at all. And the wild tobacco plant's like, fuck y'all. I'm going to make you smell like shit so that fucking mm-hmm. like moths come and eat you. Mm-hmm. So that's what happens. And so Ian Baldwin, Dr. Ian Baldwin, talks about... That, you know, the wild tobacco plant creates these really delicious little trichomes that the caterpillar eats. God, it's like a poison lollipop or something. Oh, let's hear it from the horse's mouth. The plant is offering this nice little sugary first meal for the caterpillars, but it's an evil lollipop because the caterpillar gets tagged for predation. It's the razor blade in the apple at Halloween time. Okay, wait, I wrote that down. Same. Word for word, it's the razor blade in the apple at Halloween time. Dude, what happened in your childhood? Okay. Bob? He, I, I don't know. He, I don't think he's disturbed by it. It seemed like to me, this is my read, he got very excited at that idea. He's really into the deceitful nature of these plants and this kind of, ah, gotcha, twisting the knife, gotcha in the back aspect of it. Like the Trojan it, War? Yes, exactly. I'm sure he's that if you'd let him go for a while longer, he would have gotten to that analogy as well. Yeah, I don't know. He's, uh, I feel like he might be, yes, the guy who was putting the, uh, razor, the razor blade, blade that into my, the apples. That was my thought. Was I was like, like, bro, were you, like, who brings up that kind of reference? It's not a good reference because that's implying that the kids who get razor blades in their Halloween apples mm-hmm. are somehow harming the psychopaths who are mm-hmm. planting the razor blades. It's not a true analogy. It's also very specific. Yes. It's weirdly specific. Like, were like, you bro. doing that, bro? Yeah. 
Yes, he's what? Michael Myers. I am just imagining him and, and Danny sitting around laughing about this. And then I'm okay, also... Okay, yes, if he's, like, mentoring this German guy with dreadlocks, he's like, this is a bad situation, Danny. <laughs> Danny, Danny if you can this? hear me, get... Why? Why would you do such a thing? <laughs> they eat the apple, it's and then really the razor blade goes in the mouth. It's the apple has <laughs> nutrients. Why would you do it? Uh, <laughs> and then I'm just picturing Baldwin, like, at a party, like, all the kids are inside doing bobbing for apples, which we've all done, and he's, like, looking in the window. Not anymore. Like, Side, but like smirking, <laughs> like shaking his fist. <laughs> Which like, apple is it? <laughs> whatever plant nerd, get out of our party. <laughs> <And> like apples, <laughs> my only friends, <laughs> take revenge for me. Oh my god, yeah, maybe because he was super bullied as a kid, and that's like him enacting revenge on like the kinds of kids mm-hmm. that took advantage of him. Or caterpillars. Or, or caterpillars. Do so you think well. he's psyched about tobacco plants because? He's like a child predator. Yeah. I see it. Honestly, I'm on board with that theory. Cool. Mm. It was weird. It was a weird thing to say. Like, no, that's like such a 1980s, like, yeah. first of all, no one eats apples on Halloween. Like, get out of my face. And second mm-hmm. of all, nobody's done that for the last 30 years. Yeah. Mm. I think really, like. <laughs> so weird. Like, one of the big takeaways that I had from what plants talk about is the the approachable scientist, the scientist that you can actually talk to that's, like, cool and chill is so precious and so rare, and we need to cherish it. Are any of those in this documentary? I think, like, JC, or as this lower third said James, because, like, you can't tell the difference, uh, I think he was pretty approachable, Mm. but, yeah, the rest of the lot were pretty fucking weird across the board mm-hmm. but i do i have a friend an actual close friend that i grew up with who is a legit scientist her name is chelsea tanya she's a postdoc associate at mit in their biology department and she's also Whoa. part of mit's microbiome club and she is like a cool one scientist. of a cool, cool scientist like here is an example of a tweet of hers it says big bank take little bank reminds me of oswald ripening <laughs> So that's like an Ice Cube lyric reference (laughs) with a microbiology reference that I cannot describe to you. Great. At all. Good job. Okay. That's a thinker. That is cool. You guys, you can follow, anyone can follow her. It's at Catania, C-A-T-A-N-I-A-C. She's great. I highly recommend you follow her. Chelsea, I love you. (laughs) And she's your cool scientist. She's my cool scientist friend. We literally went to elementary school together. The narrator did use the term very early on. Far out. I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> fuck, really? Yeah, like really early on, she's like, that's so far out. I was like, Ugh. oh, Christ. Did you study humans from the seventies? Like, what's going on? God damn. God damn. Did you mm. wait? Okay, so but getting back to really quickly to Doctor JC or James K Hill, he's mm. like the main. He's the impetus. He's for like this the whole man thing. dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's he's like his whole life is based on this idea that plants act like animals, but. I was, I kept, like, I, I couldn't get too much into him because I kept being like, is he JC or is he James? What do you go by? What do you go? And so I wanted to ask Bob, were you always Bob? Were you ever Bobby? Whoa. Robert? Uh, I had Rob? My, <laughs> never a Rob. Uh, I could have made that transition at some point. I feel like it's too late now. My mom <laughs> calls me. It's never too late. I could just start, like, mid, like right yes, now. Yeah, start now. Demand you call this me Rob it. for the rest Rob. of the podcast. <laughs> Rab. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is a different person. It is. Yeah. We just we just got done talking about the strange name movie and names do. No, you're a bum. That's I, great. I totally. Oh, 
Wow, thank you for giving me the entryway to talk about names. Because yes. I was listening to it thinking, because I, I have a weird name too. Yeah. First of all, yeah, I'm a Bob, which is like only old people and people that are making up a name on the spot are named Bob. <laughs> I, did, uh, I used to yeah. use Bob uh, as a kid as like a fun fun name to call myself, like Jim Bob or something. Exactly. Yep. We all do. Mm-hmm. Yes, Suri Bob. Uh, mm-hmm. mm, my mom calls me Bobby still, but mm. that's... That's the only person that calls me Bobby. I would like to be a Bobby. That seems like I... Let's mm, do it. Yeah. Bobby. I was at a, I was at a restaurant this weekend, at a waffle restaurant, and uh, this is a fun story, I swear. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I promise. And uh, they called my order, Bob, and uh, a, a kind of shrunken um, elderly gentleman like shuffled up to the counter and tried to take my chicken and waffles. And I was like, oh, are you, are you Bob also? And he goes, oh, I think I'm the wrong Bob and put it, put it back down because he hadn't ordered that food. Oh and I was like, nice to meet another Bob. Um, but and you also, also sound like the future you. Yeah, hopefully. God, I should be so lucky. <laughs> Still be in a chicken yeah. and waffle restaurant. Just wandering in trying to steal waffles. <laughs> So, yeah. but like speaking of names, just a little yeah. segue back into what plans to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was like a little weird. There were some weird names that mm. I noticed. Of I did not. I did not people. notice or remember a single name. Not one. Everyone had no <laughs> name. It was person one, person two, person three, and then mm-hmm. a person of a different race. Scientist. Scientist. Yeah. Lady scientist. Yep. Okay. Female mm-hmm. scientist. Male scientist. One. Dreadlock yep. scientist. Well, there was there was the hawk moth that I thought was cool. Yeah. Right. The hawk moth. The hawk moth mm-hmm. was cool. But like this is also in the wild plant, uh, the wild tobacco plant segment. There mm-hmm. was also this bug called the big eyed bug, and I was like, that is just lazy work, scientist. There was a bug with a troubling name, and I had to put subtitles on just to make sure I wasn't gonna say something racially charged. Okay. Well, I'm gonna let you say it because I was thinking the same there thing. There was, and this is the name for it, a Negro bug. <gasps> yes, That's right. I wrote that down, and I would. I mean, I didn't even want to write it. I was like, no. And I rewound it, and I put subtitles on that, looked it up. I was like, you have got to be joking. You want to talk Wait, about that name? He said it very offhandedly. Mm-hmm. He was like, ha ha, the Negro Oh, it's like, it could be the Negro like, oh, my God. Oh. Or, like, screamed yeah. a little bit. I you wrote like, it down, too? I, I wrote, does that guy say Negro <laughs> That was right before he got really into the evil lollipop analogy. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's the same. same guy? It might be the same guy. Oh, my God. Again, not clear. No, Germany's not improving. <laughs> I, I, think it's, I think it was Baldwin. Yeah, I think it was Baldwin who said it. it. I was disturbed. I was like, you could not find... There's a gazillion names. Big-eyed bug is a name. Just anything. But that's a lazy name. It's a yes. hawk moth. But it's better cool. than that name. Mm-hmm. It's better than a racially charged name. Yeah. Professor Baldwin... Do better. Professor Baldwin, get out of here. Ugh. Go get some help. There's also another You've name got some that things I, to work out. He, he had he needs a lot of therapy. Yes. I also really liked the word <laughs> napweed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one. I wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, Ugh, can't you call it something else? Yeah. So a napweed. Did you write anything down about? So for, na- for the people listening who haven't watched yet. Napweed is actually very dangerous, and mm. it's fucking up a lot of people's lives in Montana. Right. The yes. The guy in the back of the pickup truck oh. that looked like a political ad. His name is David like, Mannix. Right. Of Mass Mannix Ranch. Brothers Ranch. A political um, ad. I wrote Out down... Out here in Montana, we got a problem with napweed. <laughs> 
We're here to make America great again. Well, I did, I, I did write down he seems like a very reluctant sustainable farmer. Oh, yes. He's, like, using sheep to grace his nap weed just because he has to. But he's also, like, he's using right? science. And I actually looked him up. And he is quoted as saying, like, when something, he had some other issue. And he was like, if a, if a botanist had told me that this was the problem, I would not have believed them anyway. That's hilarious. That's so great. If a scientist tells me that I got a problem, mm-hmm. fuck you. You know, botanists. <laughs> botanists. Yeah. Always making stuff Pushing up. your liberal agenda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was kind of disappointed, honestly, when we got into the napweed section because <laughs> this is where... <laughs> This is <laughs> if there's two things I love, it's <laughs> naps, naps and, and weed, weed guys, <laughs> but not nap weed. Oh, you can't see, but I'm trying to do that cool thing where you hit your fingers. Yeah, how do you? Yes, did it. Anyway, anyway. Oh boy. This is the part where they compared plants to like lions. Yes. This is like, do plants fight each other yes. for survival and yes. dominance in the ecosystem? And I thought, ooh, this is gonna get some. This is gonna be some like sci-fi killer plant stuff. No, it's just like roots. There were some fighting great each root other. graphic, like the war graphics of the totally. root war. Totally, mm-hmm. absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. Although they personified the shit out of those plants. Yes. Did they? Did they they put assigned many personality them? traits to it. They were like, uh, the napweed is a war monster. Yeah, yeah. They used adjectives that you're like, nah, I don't yeah, think so. They were basically like, <laughs> fucking like, the it's napweed, the napweed is Attila napweed. the Hun. Yeah, <laughs> colonialist napweed. You're like, I don't think so. That's not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that way. It is an invasive species, yes, but mm. like it's not raping. Yeah, but like not on purpose. It's just like doing its thing, you know. But that's like, but that's the argument they're trying to make. Like, is it, can it be intentionally doing this, even though it got no brain, a la Cypress Hill? <laughs> Can I ask you something? Of course. Have you guys seen the film The Ruins? It came out about yes. 15 years ago, maybe it's less. A scary movie, right? I thought it was pretty scary. Yeah, it's like a scary. It was effective. Movie. It's like it's like a, your typical. Kid, like college kids go Is to that Mexico. They trip on mushrooms. They might at mm. some point. Oh wait, am I thinking something not. else? They may trip okay. on mushrooms in the course of it, but the basic plot. I'll try to keep it fast. Sorry. Mm. They go to like a uh, pyramid, an Aztec pyramid that they're not supposed to in Mexico. The locals tell them not to. It turns out there's dun, a dun, dun. <laughs> exactly. You know something's gonna go down, guys. Yes, yes. There's a there's like a plant species that lives only in that pyramid that is predatory and carnivorous, kind of like a. Oh no, I like guess a, I haven't like seen that. I think you have something else. It there's another one Do you with mushrooms that, movie? that I know what you're talking about. It freaks me out a little bit to this day. Great. They are killer plants. Strong they recommend them. Very slowly. <laughs> there's like but scenes of people like waking up. And like, oh, God, and there's, like, vines on them, and, like, if they have cuts, the vines will have gone into the cuts, oh. and are, like, trying to get, and there's, like, oh, my God, you have vines under your skin. Oh. I thought that's what we were getting with napweed, but we didn't. Wow. Oh, well, wow, you had really high hopes. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you say, are plants like animals, Dr. Cahill, are they? you set expectations. That's, I suppose, we'll, we'll answer that question at the end of this episode. Are mm. plants animals? They did have a graphic that was not so dissimilar to what you're describing, but... Are you thinking what? Yeah, like, it was no. like a, a graphic of a root growing in the ground, and it was horrifying. Wait, I just put, <laughs> I just put. So this is poop, right? It's th- hmm. it's weirdly sentient, and it's white, and it's so yeah. awful, and it's like, yeah, it's both angular and round. I 
hated it. It was. It's like when you get a colonoscopy and they put the camera up in your butt. But it was CGI. Totally. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it was a like a white poop root moving through a CGI ground. At a, it was just. Ugh. I thought it was creepy when he pulled the root out. This might have been Mannix, and he goes, "Look at those bugs in there. They're just going to town on." Oh, that's and there right. Are these little, yeah, little, little grubs like arr, 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 on the root. But it didn't like, do ah. anything uh. to the napweed. Yeah, they weren't having any effect. He said. No, and that that wasn't Mannix. Mannix is not that is smart. No, I'm sorry. It was Doctor <laughs> Reagan, also called Ray. This is another doctor with a nickname that they Dr. didn't really clarify. Mm-hmm. Doctor Ray Calloway, professor of plant ecology at the University of Montana, just out here like literally trying to save people's welfare in Aww. Montana. Like, God, good for you, Doctor Ray. Doctors just have fun nicknames too. I know. That's cute. Yeah, but he did an experiment that showed that it's chemical warfare that the napweed uses to kill it. Chemical wow. warfare. That's what he said. Like chemical warfare. Wow. Chemical warfare. Do you warfare. think they know that they're doing it, though? Do they know? No. Like, I mean, I don't think they're sentient. I don't know. I think it's a response. But also, mm-hmm. the bug that you were talking about is called a weevil, and that's a fun name. I like that. Weevil. Weevil. Yeah. It's like, I'm very weevil. Oh. Weevils? Not evil. Oh. Although you can't spell weevil without evil, I suppose, which is too bad. Bra-bra. <laughs> I was just smirking. It, it, with the whole plants, animals <laughs> thing, if I may, digress may. briefly. Please. There's a bit, maybe the most convincing part for me is the fact that bugs, like the hawk moth, are so involved in the plant propagation mm-hmm. and, and like reproduction system mm-hmm. that it's like they're kind of animals already in a way. Mm-hmm. Like it, the part <laughs> that I was laughing thinking about, I don't think I wrote this down, is there's a part where the narrator says the the plant has already done this insect's sexual will. Or something like that. <laughs> sexual bidding. Like, sexual, sexual bidding. bidding. Yes. yes. Right? I, I wrote that, that down. Part. Oh, yeah, because, okay, I wrote this whole part down. That's personified, yes. by the way. It says, like, oh, the, the, the moth. Is <laughs> like, what? The hawk moth, it happily does the plant's sexual bidding, okay. but then, but then, the mm-hmm. hawk moth lays its eggs on the wild tobacco plant that then grows up to be a caterpillar that then eats the tobacco plant. So then the tobacco plant is like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck your hungry ass eggs. I'm going to start pollinating with some hummingbirds in the crack as of dawn. Get fucked. told you I didn't want kids. (laughs) I (laughs) did. But at the end of that segment, the scientist is like, I don't know. Like, nobody knows why they don't just permanently switch to hummingbirds. Why well, not? Well, it's stupid. Stop breeding it. Well, because that's where, that's where their no brains are showing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they're not sentient. No, they can't be. They don't have brains. They, insane in the no brain. In, insane mm-hmm. got no brain. This might be stupid. <laughs> that's not... Do you, just like that, right? <laughs> that's, the, that's the face that's sound Cypress from Big right? Jr. No, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, that, that is Nobody, closer. Can, can anybody do that song no. from Cypress Hills? I, can, it, I can do it. Hold on okay, a second. Right, right, right. <laughs> that was it, right? That's face. Oh, that's face here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was watching Nick Jr. way too old. I was aware that I was too old. Slim is still good, y'all. I was like, why is Dory waiting so long for us to answer this question? <laughs> this is so dumb. Hurry up, Dora. I'm going to keep watching this. Oh, and I said Dory, not Dora. I'm sorry. Aww. Dory the Explorer. Yeah, whatever. I did mm-hmm. want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Getting back to, like, the brain thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
since like he has been like the narrator says like he's been haunted by this one question that he can't he's been like obsessed with it was dr james jck hill inceptionized in to thinking this question a la the movie inception you think someone went into his dreams mm-hmm. and planted the thought that Mm-hmm. Plants have a central nervous system. Yes, because in the movie they did that thing where it was like he planted the idea in her mind. What if your reality isn't real? And then she went cuckoo crazy. Mm-hmm. I think it's obvious that if inception, well, if inception technology existed in the real world, people already would have used it to incept all of us. That it couldn't exist. That Donald Trump is president. We're all being incepted. Ah. Mm-hmm. So Wait, the fact that you're even asking that question <laughs> means that, that it couldn't be changed. It already happened. I want to watch that movie again. No, I don't recommend it. I love. I own it. I you bought it, it for me. I saw me. it recently, and it only gets worse every time you see it. I love it. It holds up less and less, because you're like, wait, you notice so many problems. I had so many porch conversations <laughs> while smoking tobacco. Uh, Napweed. Napweed. <laughs> tobacco of both the wild and wacky variety um, in my time. That's what my grandmother used to call it. Wacky tobacco. Wacky tobacco. Yeah. Crazy tobacco. Well, you know what? Actually, um... Jazz cigarettes. Jazz cigarettes. Yes, she said that too. So... Not to cut you off completely. No, please. I was about to say we something got into offensive, so, so it's don't worry cool. about it. I was wondering, like, because they said, like, if you plug a plant's ears, they scream louder, right? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. <laughs> ears in quotes, scream in quotes. Because, <laughs> again, Cause they don't have no ears. And you can't plug anything. Right. And they're not screaming. And they're not screaming. They're just emanating chemicals, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, is this what happens with cannabis? Because... Like, they do something to cannabis in order to elicit uh, more of what cannabis brings out. That, that's what I thought at first. And then I looked into it. It's not so much plugging the, the ears, quote, uh, as it is withholding sweet, sweet male pollen from getting anywhere near the ah, female cannabis. they're blue-balling the cannabis. It is sexual frustration that creates more resin and more flowers as well as strong scents because it's screaming for a man. Oh, wow. Screaming for that yes. date. It's literally screaming for the date. And and then no one's giving it to it. And then it's just F like, but I'm Are the plants them. female? They're, it's they're the female all female. Variety. They're all female, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like Jurassic Park. Yes. Oh, oh my that's God. Crazy. That's so fun. I never put that together. Mm, another film. Well, that's, uh, I think you're totally right. Yeah. All, all, my only takeaway is that um, that's a really good line to bring up, like, at at a dinner or something. The, the factoid about the plants screaming louder. Did you louder. know plants can scream when you cut them? Yeah. How funny. You know That's my starting monsters? line. Beautiful flowers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Did you know that you're a monster right now from wearing your glass? Your glass. God damn it. I will glass. say that at one point they show some scientists trying to collect, quote unquote, the scream, and they are using literally a 7-Eleven Slurpee club. <laughs> They're like, it's like a plastic cup with a rounded lid with a straw hole and they stick the plant through the straw and they're like, we're going to measure the level of blah, blah. I'm like, you're not measuring shit in that. You are wasted. What's going on? There's a bit where the, I forget her name, but she was the maybe the only lady scientist yep. in the show. Yes, her name was Dr. The Susan one who Dudley. loved James Cameron? 
Oh, she kept bringing up Avatar. She That's loved right. James Cameron. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of a different one. Uh, the the lady that oh. went to the beach who had the completely silent grad student. Partner. Oh, Dr. Suzanne <laughs> Samard. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. She touched that plant so gingerly when they were going over it. In the Yes, that was Susan uh, Dudley. Um, <laughs> James Cameron's Google alert, which you know he has a Google alert for himself, right? And then it probably like went off. He was like, oh, Yes. <laughs> Plant documentary you know, score. That's exactly what I was saying <laughs> with the mother tree. <laughs> but, but so like the <laughs> what, what I, I didn't think that James Cameron would be excited because it was really her. She was like, I'm pretty sure she said, Oh, somebody read my papers. And we're like, let's make Avatar. <laughs> I don't know if she said let's somebody read my papers, but yes, she she, she did. Posited, she, did. She, said, she said she said she saw Avatar, and she was like, oh, they read my papers. Yes. She posited that research Aww. was the basis of Avatar. Yeah, you're like, oh. I mean, you know, they fucked through their braids in that movie, right? <laughs> like, no, I still have not seen Avatar. Really? Yeah. Oh well, spoiler alert: they fucked through their braids. Yeah. Right? The, Isn't it hair braids that... It's it's white guy dreads, and then they connect no. end to end. End to and end, they kinda, yeah. And they do this, like, Yeah, they, they braid fuck, thing. and that's how they connect to the mother tree. Oh, my God, mm-hmm. ass to ass. But hair to <laughs> hair, which is weirder. Ass hair? Mm-hmm. Hair ass. No, the ass, hair. The ass of hair. Your ass is glass, <laughs> as they say. <laughs> Did you say uh, glass? Because I mispronounced glass. It was, a, it was a classic podcast callback. Oh, mm-hmm. aww. Good for you. Uh, sorry. <laughs> Other movies I was reminded of during this film that I feel like should have been brought up, The Happening. That's another big one. If you're going to keep bringing up spoopy movies, I'm not going to know. Spoopy movies? Yeah. I mean, it's not spoopy so much as <laughs> one of the worst movies ever made. It is literally the worst movies ever made, and it's the the villain in that movie is the trees, right? Yes. Because they, they're like talking to each other and like, kill this person, kill this person. Oh, is that got Mark Wahlberg in it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marky Mark. Yeah. yeah, the plants, the trees, they're, they're talking. I can't. I, I thought know. I could do Mark Wahlberg Say on command, and I can't. Yeah. Jeez. It's oh. a Nebraska man trying to do a Boston accent. The trees. Wait, we gotta stop running. It's the, There's a bit <laughs> in great. a field. You're doing great. Thanks, guys. <laughs> and Zoe Deschanel. Mm-hmm. Who's that girl? She's, mm-hmm. the, she's that new girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the happening. It seems more realistic, though. After watching this, I feel like uh, I wrote... The happening seems more likely. I feel like it <laughs> deserves a critical reappraisal because, yeah, plants just decide our day. I am on board with that. Let's critically reappraise the happening. Oh, that's fun. Email Let's go watch it right now. now. <laughs> Cut. Oh. You're right. That's what they do. The plants communicate with each other and mm-hmm. murder people, but they never fully explain how they're murdering people. Well, as we find out in what plants talk about, we may never, we can't. Find out. We'll we don't know. know. We it don't know. Ends we'll on never this. know. Not to jump to the end, but like, yeah, we can't. We're getting close we to know. the end. I was gonna like maybe wrap no, it up. No, no, no. Should I, I wrap I it up? Well, so much more. I do want to talk. You about wait, the facts. Tell, tell me about all of the things that you have written. I do want to talk about the fact that they said the word fungi like oh. for ten minutes. They're like, it's <laughs> fungi. I was like, Canadians, cute. Mm-hmm. I love fungi, fungi with a J. I love it. It irritated me because. It's fungus, but then she says fungi. Yeah, they say fungus. <clears throat> so would you say fungi? fungi? Yes. Like you're a fun guy? Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I guess I would. It didn't really bother it's me It's a that G, much. not a J. Uh-huh. Fungi. It's like giffing Jeff. Wow, true. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah? Did Uranus, I blow your mushroom Uranus. head? Did I blow your mushroom <laughs> head? <laughs> you blew my fungi mind. Well, it's mushroom head. That's a top of a dick. Can, uh, well, did I blow it? <laughs> you blew it. Cool. Blew it. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry, here's something I had written down. Uh-huh. Uh, what is the sound that a Geiger counter makes? Because I know, I know it's yes. measuring radioactivity. So the Geiger counter, all the way at the end, they just like threw that in, right? Wait, wait, right. wait. What are you talking about? A Geiger counter? Geiger. Uh, Geiger? The, nu- the nuclear guys? It's the little box with like a microphone-looking thing, and it goes... Yeah. It's supposed to be like a like a ticky radioy sound. Yeah, is that all it is? Is it just a little needle hitting a wall yes, over totally. and over again? Oh, okay. Asked and answered then, I suppose. Were you skeptical of that technology? They all they were low budge in your defense. He got very excited that it was like, oh, it's down here. It's all the way over here. It's everywhere. Yeah, the the radioactive. <laughs> Uh, some chemical they put in the plant. Yeah, it was like a radioactive material, although the very last note I wrote down was, you guys sure seem casual for two nuclear materials hunters. Shouldn't you be wearing a suit? Why are you just Mm -hmm. walking around in nuclear material? (laughs) Shouldn't you be wearing... Oh, you mean like... I thought you meant like a three-piece suit. Like, shouldn't you be dressed up for this occasion? No, like, protect yourself. (laughs) They're like, just like in their shorts with like a 1950s Geiger counter, and they're like, wouldn't it be funny if we stumbled upon nuclear stuff? Mm. No, you would die pretty fast. (laughs) Seriously, Concerned. R.I.P. to those scientists. R.I.P. to those scientists. They're like, there's so much nuclear material here. Their Geiger counter's off the chart, and I'm like, you're dead. Like, oh man, what? My last note was next up ants, (laughs) which was the next, uh, the the suggested next uh, nature documentary. Ants with a Z. I think it was just ants (laughs) with an exclamation point. It's not the Woody Allen ants. No, I would have watched. No, no, but there, it's on my list. There is a documentary called Ants with Exclamation Point. I'm very excited about it. Super interesting as well. Yes, yes, very Um, much so. Really quickly, getting back to fungi or fungi, Mm -hmm. you know, Yogi's choice. Um, (laughs) It's, I think. Like, if you were to play 20 questions, this is my first note, if you were to play 20 questions, picking a mushroom is not a good bet because it's not a plant or an animal or a mineral. Whoa. I would have never thought of that. I would have said plant. Wow, that's a great life hack. You're welcome. Um, the other note that I had... That was a good life hack. <laughs> I didn't say thank you. But. You're welcome. <laughs> um, like, like when you said that you also have the Rocky mm-hmm. uh, record, and I said, thank you. <laughs> Just stating a fact. <laughs> it's fun. Um, there's a really great documentary that I do want to plug. There are many mushroom documentaries out there, mm. but don't be fooled. Oh. The only one you want to watch is called The Magic of Mushrooms. It's a BBC documentary, but it's on Netflix. And within five minutes, I think I've seen that one. yes, within five minutes, a very mild-mannered British man goes around a supermarket and tells you that everything in the place has fungi in it. It's true. Worth wow. watching. Yes, it's great. Magic mushrooms. Spores are everywhere. They really absolutely. Are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's stuff living inside us right now. Yes. Tons of yes. it. I take probiotics. Stuff living in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. I was actually thinking that, oh man, is it too nerdy to call it like an Avengers reference? No. That's probably a spoiler I was psyched too. you had a, a Star Wars podcast and then you didn't, so. Sorry. Well, you did, you did can... have a comic podcast for a second. It's in on hiatus? I would say, yeah, it's definitely on extended hiatus right now. It may return uh-huh. at some point. We're kind of like in a gap. What's right it now. called? It's called The Panel, and hey. it's it's uh, obtainable online wherever podcasts are sold. <laughs> I think it's still on SoundCloud. Um, mm-hmm. It was really fun. We did that for a while. For was it about comic books? Yeah, it was a weekly awesome. comic book podcast that we did. It was um, fun. You guys should obtain it on the internet. Yeah, obtain. go check it out and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what's your Avengers reference? Tell us. When Thanos... Great. Spoiler alert. Awesome. Kills half the life in the universe. Yes, he does. Does that include all the little things living inside you, too? 
did that is a great question to, to dust as well was my or did everyone turn into spores <gasps> they did kind of seem spore like right mm-hmm. like little Maybe. tiny particles so a bunch of little buckies are gonna grow out of the grass yes tricks mm-hmm. on Thanos cause everyone's a delicious oyster mushroom tricks on Thanos circle <laughs> of death circle of life sorry that's right propagates itself you dick time is a flat circle I'm sorry for bringing that up no no it's fine it's fine we forgive you mm. everybody say kumbaya I was into appreciate it. you thanks I was with you <laughs> okay everyone's Still listening, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 we still got you. Okay, so let's quickly go through. We just went through pretty much all of, like the content right mm-hmm. now, so let's go through the nitty gritty. Um, this was all about them talking heads, aka scientists, mm-hmm. mo- for the grand majority of it. The only one that wasn't a, two people that weren't doctors were Danny Kessler, Danny Kashla. Surprise, the guy with the dreadlocks. <laughs> and David Mannix at Mannix <laughs> Brothers Ranch, Montana. So, how do we feel generally about these talking heads? Eight out of ten. Really? That's pretty high for you. the two that were out were the people from that Max whatever institute. Max Planck. Yeah. Those two people can go. (laughs) So, Ian Baldwin and uh, David Kessler, Danny Kessler, sorry, get out of here. I'm going to say 6.5 out of ten. Wow. Because you... There wasn't any snow outside during any of the talking heads wow. in this episode. Is that That's a callback to a previous plants, episode? Yes. It's not, okay, good. Thank you. Plants don't don't bloom in the winter, though. Exactly. That's mm. the unfortunate truth. Wait, mm. were you referencing the George Bull episode? No, he's referencing the name episode when the guy's like, my name is blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I'm yeah, in Massachusetts, and it's, and it's snowing. And then they shoot the snow because what? <laughs> Deep cut. Yeah. Oh, wow. Sorry. I was with you. Thank you. Yeah. I wasn't. I was outside in the snow. In the snow. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty strong on these guys. You know, I think they did... A, a very good job of explaining. I mean, aside from Ian Baldwin being a child predator and Danny Kessler like loving POD, um, I think the rest of them did like a really good job of mm-hmm. making this seem approachable. And like, I want to, I need to bring this up because I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole. Okay, so like Venus flytraps, great. Right? Yes. Yeah. The, and the first mention of hearing them, I was like, is this about vaginas though? So of course, like I Google it. And turns out it is um, the name Venus flytrap. Venus flytrap, not the not the actual etymology. Um, Venus is of course named after the god, the goddess Venus, and then flytrap because literally trapped in flies. Mm -hmm. Um, But the plant was also known as the slang term tippity twitchit. Tippity twitchit. 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 Tippity twitchit. Is that like an old British word for pussy? Yep. Yes. An oblique reference to the plant's resemblance to human female genitalia. And Tippity then, twitch it? Yes. So that is on Wikipedia. What? That you can read on Wikipedia. And then I was like, who the fuck said this? And then I clicked on that little number, the little Yes, I love doing that. Get deep, girl. Get deep. <laughs> and then it took me to some horny devil at the International Carnivorous Plant Society named Barry Rice. And Barry Rice has a whole page about the Venus flytrap, and it said, yeah, the plant's name is due to the dirty minds of kooky, na- 
naturalists. Kooky. Yes. Rapist. And then he goes on to like more. literally name names like the chill bro he is. He's like, yeah, you know, like uh, Peter Collinson and Arthur Dobbs. Like, bro, chill. Like, if they're trying to like have like a cool bro talk, like this is locker room talk, like get on board. No, don't Locked get on board it. with locker room talk. I know, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like uh, they said, you know, when they saw the plant, there were like two red glistening lobes surrounded by hairs sensitive to the touch. Hairs, teeth. <laughs> I had vaginas yeah. and tie. Yeah. Wow. We all have. Don't you? Don't have teeth in your vagina. Big ones. Big old gnashes. Bangs, gnashes. Are, are they like they're sharp teeth, like mm-hmm. wolf teeth? Mm-hmm. They're not just mm-hmm. a, a perfect set of chompers. No, no, no they're oh, okay. not for grazing. They're mm-hmm. for tearing apart flesh. Good point. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so. Sorry. I had Dumb to, of me to ask. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> so I had to. I had to find out who this kooky Barry Rice was, and I go to his YouTube page, and I find a video, and I was like, of him being a registered sex offender. God, I mean, close. Um, but it's like. <laughs> He, I he may he has a YouTube channel and there's some videos and they don't perform very well but like no no but <laughs> this is like this is I'm gonna give this is what this wow. whole documentary could have sounded like okay this is Barry Rice a little clip from his YouTube video a couple species, Utricularia macrorhiza and Utricularia minor. Also, really, to my surprise, we found Drosera anglica. But what's really weird is we found two populations of Drosera anglica. One looks totally normal, lots of red leaves, uh, the inflorescence is coming straight up. It looks like Drosera anglica. What? But then we're also finding some Drosera anglica on floating sedge mats. What the fuck is Drosera anglica? Which is sedge It's mat. all green. Uh, it's, uh, I think it's got some red pigmentation in it. Okay. And it's also, um, really long petioles, very short leaf blades. Really long petioles, very <laughs> short leaf blades. Of course. That's the name of his sex tape, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> mm, so it's like... Those th- petioles. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, but it's like, that. that is what scientists actually talk about. Like, that is how they actually speak to each other. Mm-hmm. And I think PBS and these scientists did a very good job of dumbing it down for everyone. I learned a lot. Yeah. I, w- I would totally agree. I was reminded during this of the science writing class that I took in college because I did go to journalism school. And uh, that's such a huge part of science writing is having that talent to break down these super sometimes dry, pretty complex concepts that don't necessarily like align directly to a one-to-one al- like analogy mm-hmm. and being able to explain them well and I think maybe they pushed it a little bit in this show with like showing like lions tackling gazelles and then napweed <laughs> but uh, I, I, yeah no it was I picked it all up I got it the yeah. stuff that I was paying attention to Dope. Yeah. So, um reenactments which they were very few and far between, but they they were there. Were there? Yeah, all those times you saw them in their science labs or looking at plants, they're reenacting. That Aww, was not them doing it for the time. That's cute. Ten out of ten. I thought so too. Adorable. I didn't even realize that. No. I thought that's when Cahill seemed most comfortable. Oh. Was when he's kind of looking over the lab tech's shoulder. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, something. "Whoa!" <laughs> he's like, "I am the authority here." Yeah. <laughs> no. He's really at home. <laughs> <laughs> He's not like I'm your dad now. <laughs> what? What the fuck? I'm in professional authority. I'm your dad now. I am your father now. You live here. Oh yeah, but I, I also agree. Not bad for science folk. Um, budget quality. 
of the overall. Ten team. out of ten. PBS. Absolutely. Can I ask a question? Of course. How do we think they did? This goes into the time lapse thing mm-hmm. you, you asked about earlier. The shot they showed a couple times uh, from different angles of Cahill <laughs> sitting in a lawn chair in a field, mm-hmm. and then grass grows up around yes, him. Yes. 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 Uh, is that two shots overlaid? We think Animation. of him sitting there. And I think they, I think it's animation. It's, animation, too. Yeah. it's not even real. It was CGI. No, grass. I don't think Wait, I figured you would have picked up on that as a illustrator man. I thought <laughs> uh, Hot Saucerman, yes, uh, Scott yeah. Illustrator Man. Yeah. It was a little. I, I thought it did set off my um, Uncanny Valley alert a little mm-hmm, bit. Mm-hmm. Like that could be CGI grass, but I also thought maybe it would just be a simple overlay. I think uh, it was an animation. Okay. Yeah, I don't think grass grows that tall. I think they did it for dramatic effect. I think it can grow that tall, but... Certainly not that even of a pace. Yeah. Right, and during, like, all in the same day. Right. 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 Without even, like, night day or anything. Yeah. Hmm. But you know what? I really wasn't mad, and I also wasn't mad at, you know, them showing, like, the scents, which just kind of looked like kind of smoke coming off. Yeah. I think very tastefully done. Very tasteful. It looked like 2017, not 2013. That is high praise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It looked good. Very nice. Held up. Mm -hmm. Um, The narrator... Canadian. She's Canadian out of ten. I agree. Canadian, clearly. Very nice. Um, <laughs> I, you know, the fact that she talks like that all the time. Yeah. We're gonna have to watch the cat one to find out. I think we should. I think we're gonna have to. I think we should do a follow-up writing of her. Ugh. Yeah. Um, directing choices. Great. I, f- I think I'm very easy to please here because I could watch high-def, zoomed-in, time-lapse footage, like, all day Same. and all Same. night long. Mm-hmm. The growing, the time-lapse growing is just so soothing. It's amazing. Yeah. And we, when we cut to the nighttime to see when they're watching the hawk uh, moths go yes. in, right? They have to do nighttime viewing, too. I also thought it was very crazy. This is something that was not a time lapse. When the caterpillar is eating those leaves, yes. mm. he's moving fast. fast. Yeah, very mm. fast. He's chowing down. He's fattening him up. Mm-hmm. Fattening him up. Gotta get fit. He's like Heimlich from A Bug's Life. Yes. Well, yes. I'm a beautiful bubble. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the music was just kind of your average you it know, didn't even notice PBS it. Fair. Unmemorable. There yeah. was one moment during the caterpillar scene where they kind of played some Godfather-esque music, but I let it slide. Oh. It was some, like, kind of Italian, you know, like, plucky, maybe accordion. It was fine. Um, did we learn anything? Certainly. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is great party talk fodder or, like, water cooler chat stuff. Uh, this yeah, is what I mean, it's about. the do you know plants can, stream, can scream is going to last me. Yes. Decades. I will say it is, it's not, <laughs> it's, not it's not small talk fodder. It is, like... For the bros, like, when you're really drinking. For the bros? Bro, do you know plants yeah, can we're just, scream? like, broing out and broing down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Talking about plants. They scream, bro. Yeah, we're like monsters, When you cut bro. the, like, cut the grass, like, they're screaming. I, I was at uh, my girlfriend's birthday party last night. Hey. And brought this up, and she said, she said, wait, does this mean that my plant knows me? She has a plant, <laughs> Maud, who she both waters daily and, like, had to, cut and prune and I said honestly yeah, like on sort some le- on some level potentially yes potentially and I have also heard someone else chimed in and said uh, that plants do recognize people's scents as well mm-hmm. have not corroborated this did not click the little to link on that comment but yeah <laughs> it's possible that plants again like in the happening have some dim 
I don't want to call it an awareness, but it is That a, should be in the documentary. Well, there is... If it um, were an actual fact, maybe it would be. I <laughs> would like that this. question answered. <laughs> Sorry. There is um, a really good documentary series called The Botany of Desire that kind of touches on what you were just talking about, mm. how... Uh, I know it's a sexy-ass name. That's a good name. The mm. Botany of Desire. And it's on Prime. You can watch it right now. And it talks about how it's a very... It's much more of a symbiotic relationship than we think, like, our relationship to potatoes and our relationship to weed, like, it, it is Depending. having an impact on... It's basically telling us what to do as much as we are telling it what to do. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. It's good shit. Wow. Cool. Into it. Into it. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, um, So, snooze factor. Oh, 10 out of 10. <laughs> I, I had not put a Korean face mask on my face that physically <laughs> prevented me from falling asleep. I might have fallen asleep. It was strong. Yeah, I, I was I started the the dock sitting and ended it lying down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I but I mean it, my dedication to this podcast is what kept me going, oh, really. Thank you so Otherwise I can't say I would have made it. It's dense. Same. It's Honestly dense. same. It mm-hmm. requires more than one viewing, even for somebody like me who likes watching this, because it, it'll lull you right to sleep. And it'll mm-hmm. give you some pretty cool dreams. But it, that's mm-hmm. like half the appeal for me is like yes. if you're just like I need a quick nap, but I'm alone in the apartment, and I just want some noise on. Like, this is the thing for you. Yes. This is it. Yes. Snooze Factor 10. And finally, mm-hmm. final thoughts slash recommendations. Bob? I want to recommend in the documentary category um, something that I watched recently that changed my life. <laughs> oh, no, no. No, she would this, do you recommend this, this. This documentary. Oh, uh, really? Okay. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I think that was a no. Were you joshing us, Bob? Here, here's what I'll say. I think uh, there's a bit where they talk about uh, kin recognition in plants. Yes. Uh, I think that would make an amazing Pixar short, possibly, for before a movie. I think that's that's why I do the little plant guy. I think Ooh. that would be really good. Uh, other recommendations? Sorry, how do you mean specifically? Wait, can I can I just jump in for one second? Because I just looked at your notes, yeah, and dog. all in caps on, on your notes, it says nerd beach trip. Yeah, that's when they go to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> that really caught my eye. All big yeah. caps letter. Nerd beach trip. It's like they, they're like people in the distance they having fun and frolicking. Wait, not to bring up Chelsea again, but there were a couple of occasions where I used to go to the beach with Chelsea and yeah. like the smartest kids from our class, like our valedictorian and our salutatorians. And yeah. like it was a nerd beach trip. Legitimately. Nerd beach trip. That's cute. And they were fun. They were so, go to the beach with nerds, y'all. Yes. That's my recommendation. Yeah. Yes. That's a good recommendation. Because they're going to find plants and they're going to be gentle in their handling of them. That's all I got. Sorry. <laughs> and what's the documentary you wanted to recommend? Uh, really? Uh, I'm sorry. Is that is that's okay? The, I don't have to. I mean, if you feel passionate about it. Yeah. Uh, everyone should watch the Nathan for You season four finale. That is not a documentary. That is absolutely not a documentary. One hundred percent a documentary, okay. and it's real life. I was on your side. I really tried to bring it back in there. I it's regret real. it. Listen, yeah. we love sorry, Nathan Dory. Fielder in this house. We love him. We of love course. him so much. Of course, but, but out of the genre. That's you, reality TV, not a documentary. Come on. I don't. I don't see a difference. <laughs> but you can cut. <laughs> you can cut all that. I'm sorry. All right. What a hot take. Moving right on. Cece? Do I recommend this? Yeah, what are your final thoughts? 100%. I recommend it for a strong nap or like an ultra stony baloney watch. Like, mm. if you're like super faded and you're like, I am never going to absorb anything, this, like, I just want noise to happen in pretty pictures, great. Mm-hmm. This is the one. 
But it's also if you're learning, if you want to learn, this is also a good learning. Yes. Again, if you feel like the public school system has failed you, as I do think it failed me, as evident in this sense, um, I say watch it over and over and over again until you retain some of it and, like, stay awake. (laughs) That's what Dory did. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Although, I will say that, like, I'm not sure plants talk. Like, I'm not convinced of this. They don't talk in, in the way that animals or humans talk. Again, I think the title is very misleading. Yeah. Yeah, it should have been, what do animal or what do plants smell about? That's what's happening, right? (laughs) It's detecting odors and chemicals. Just a quick smell about. Mm. Just a smell about. Just a little, just a smell about. Going a smell about. (laughs) (laughs) That was not bad. That was good. That's my best one. Thank you. That was good. You're welcome. Best one. That's my best accent. (laughs) Oh my! What about you? Final thoughts? As I said, I say love it. Watch it over and over again until you stay awake. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you say? Try, try again. Um, Bibby. Yes, Dory. Bob. Boob. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. My grandpa, when he would go to France, his name was Buddy, and so they would call him Booby. So maybe in France you're Booby. I think I would be Bob or something like that. Yeah. One of my favorite British reality TV stars is named Bob. And they're like, Bob. And they all say it in the British accent, and it's That's so fun. cute. Who's that, that show? The Only Way is Essex, the best British oh reality my. TV show there is. Towie. 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 Oh, it's, it'll change your life. Oh, it'll change uh, your goddamn life. Okay, all right. Vajazzle. This is a... Yeah, it's like, it's, it is some <laughs> what is that? trashy You'll shit. You'll find out. Okay. Um, Bob. Yeah. My dear friend. Yes. Thank you so much for blessing us with your presence. Your blessings is a presence. Bless. Your, pre- your blessings... Your pleasance is a pleasance. Bless. Kiss my ass. Uh, that is. Uh, thank you so much for having me here. This has been a total uh, a, a joy and an honor. Where to can be people here. find you? People can find me <laughs> uh, on Twitter at Bob L Green. Um, and that's green. Yes. Yes. At B O B A L G R E E N E. It's a weird name, uh, but I'm the same on Twitter and on Instagram. So shoot me a follow, trying to grow my Instagram followership uh, with minimal effort. Um, <laughs> this should help. BobElGreen.com. <laughs> also, I'm out there. You can see my stuff. I'm available for podcast guesting and freelance work right yeah, now. Yeah, and also caricatures at weddings and bar mitzvahs. And yeah, for sure. I'll do a lot of stuff for money if you need me to. I will do a lot of stuff yeah. for money. You Bob. are like <laughs> a picture That's whore. Tag. That's your tag on your website. Yeah. I will do a lot of stuff for money. Yeah. Illustrate whore. Oh, yeah. And look for look for my work on Mashable.com. Sure. Uh, there's, uh, there's a lot of stuff there mm-hmm. as well. I'll allow you to plug Mashable even though I, they done me wrong. Yeah, immediately regretted that. Nah, I don't give a shit. Mm. I'll fix it in post. Yeah. Yeah. Again, if they can't handle my camel toe, if they can't handle me at my camel toe, then they cannot handle me at my camel toe. Mm -hmm. Am I I right? Can you handle the camel? Get you an employer who can handle both. Cece, my darling. Yeah. How you do? So great. I love you. I love you. Oh, it's been so fun. Okay. Y'all, thank you so much for listening once again. This has been Dr. Nope. Yeah. Tell your friends and, uh, you know, stay curious. Like with a like a curry. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Bob, say I love you. Love you. <laughs>